Are you curious about that one supplement that I take every single day? In fact, multiple times a day? Head on over to Organifi.com forward slash Varga, use promo code Varga to save 20% off of your next order. Why I love Organifi is they are glyphosate-free, non-GMO, superfoods, and adaptogenic fruit juice blends. Superfoods are really important for your everyday metabolic processes, and adaptogens are really key to help you overcome stress in stressful situations. Stress is a sign of being alive, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just make sure we have adaptogens on board so we can cruise through that stress, overcome those obstacles with greater grace and ease. Enjoy today's episode on the School of Radiance podcast, and you're going to love Organifi. Welcome to the Rachel Varga Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. What is up, my beautiful friends? It's great to hang out with you all today and welcome to today's episode on the Rachel Varga podcast. We are going to talk about cryptocurrency in today's episode. So be sure to take notes. I got my notepad right here and I'm going to share how crypto may actually even enhance your health. We're going to talk about health. We're going to talk about wealth. We're going to talk about the future what I'm personally doing, and also one of my favorite people to be kind of one of those guides to add to your team. So as you know, on the show, I love to talk about body, mind, spirit, energy practices to bring forth a higher level of radiance and beauty. But if we want to be radiant and beautiful, and we want to be able to afford all of these wonderful tools, gadgets, devices, products that are also going to help to enhance our lives and all of that, and also be able to send and receive with those closest to us. Sometimes it's a matter of getting with the times, being an early adopter, and just listening to those nudges. So if you're here on the episode, it probably is not a mistake. So hold on, this is going to be quite the ride. So today we have Zach from the Zen Lounge. He has his YouTube channel and he goes by Zen God on YouTube. So be sure to follow that channel because I just I just want to say something about Zach and the whole community. And I know we got a ton of Zach's community on the live call here. You guys actually all helped pull me out of a funk. A lot of people that are attracted to Zach and the work that he's doing, a lot of light workers. And it's really cool because there's a lot of male light workers and a lot of alpha males, in my opinion. And just with everything happening in the world, I was kind of feeling a little down. I'm like, where are all the alpha gents and all this stuff? And then I stumble on this community through one of my lovely clients. Uh, she's like, Rachel, you got to know this guy. She was posting all about this community and XRP. It's like, wow, there's a certain type of energy to this. I want to know more. And the more I worked with Zach one-on-one, got to know the community. We've interviewed one of your other buddies, Jeffrey, as well on the show. And this is just a great place to be. So this is going to be a really fun episode. Probably not exactly what you were expecting to hear when it comes to cryptocurrency and some of the connotations that might be popping up, like the black market or, you know, spies using this stuff or for doing illegal stuff. Like, There is an element to that in everything, usually early adopters, 
but it's 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 very interesting we'll probably talk about that but things have evolved and these are cryptocurrency is being picked up by some of the biggest companies in the world we're talking walmart we're talking you know some of the we're going to get into that but before we do i'm going to just warmly invite you to subscribe here on the rachel varga youtube channel the podcast be sure to hit the bell so that you know when new episodes are dropped and also when I go live and hit that like button, it helps the channel out. So Zach from the Zen Lounge is a future trends researcher and a crypto enthusiast and has hundreds of YouTube videos sharing research into the great transition into the new quantum financial system and what it means to us on a financial and spiritual level. Welcome, Zach from the Zen Lounge an absolute pleasure to have you on the show here today how are you thank you for having me i'm super excited to uh, talk about crypto and health and everything we're going to talk about today yeah and when you were listening to me share i don't think i've ever told you that actually it's just like how instrumental you and your community of just amazing men have been in my life to help pull me out of the funk how did that make you feel well, you know, it's it surprises me every single day because uh, you're not the first person uh, that I heard that from. I hear that from people every single day. I get emails, so many emails, and I don't have a big channel, you know. Like, finally, I'm I'm getting up there. Uh, still less than ten thousand subscribers, only six thousand subscribers. But the people that are uh, part of it are really close, and it's a really strong community. And I get messages every single day at how basically the Telegram community not only has basically held their hand through the entire crypto journey of getting started. I've seen people basically walk in completely brand new to cryptocurrency. A few months later, now I see them teaching people. They're they're teaching people. That to me makes me proud that I'm being a good teacher and, and uh, helping people become leaders and not developing other followers. So that's something I'm really proud at, seeing people's evolution in the community. But on a other note, there's like, the, the, the friends, uh, we talk about things that most people don't have anybody else they could talk about, like things that um, normal people would think are weird. And like not, that, not everybody wants to talk about crypto. You talk about being an early adopter. Part of being an early adopter is doing things. You're kind of like an outcast or a black sheep. You're doing things before they're cool. And uh, you have no one to kind of share your interests with. That's why I made a YouTube channel because I wanted to talk about XRP with everybody in the world. Nobody wanted to talk XRP with me. So I just made a YouTube and started talking about it. People liked my YouTube. So then I made a telegram and everybody else that was in the same boat as me that wanted to just talk about XRP and, and, and vibe with other people that were into this stuff. We all just got together. started with like 100 people in the telegram and then it turned into 200 people, 1,000 people. And now it's up to about 4,200 people and only been about six months so we're just getting started and what i'm most proud like i said is seeing people's uh, evolution basically coming in a complete novice and then um now they're teaching other people and also the the lack of greed that's part of that community so everybody's willing to share their knowledge and information currently we'll talk about this later on in the show but on the xrp ledger what's happening is a massive amount of airdrops where you could actually basically earn crypto that has real dollar amount value basically for free and the people in this telegram are gladly sharing all of this information with everybody letting everybody get involved because i mean i think 
the, the communities I used to be a part of, if there was like these opportunities, people used to be greedy and keep them for themselves. So it's really nice to see and refreshing to see people actually look out for other people. And I think that's a huge future trend going into the next 10 years is communities. And uh, but yeah, that's a little bit about the telegram. And I'm, I'm glad that you feel the same way. I feel the same way. It feels it keeps me motivated having that group of people. And uh, I, I love being a part of it as well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I have to say, having identified as being a light worker for many, many years, actually, I love seeing men that are light workers and seeing radiance because radiance really is kind of what I do and it is my work. And I, what radiance is, is when you look at someone in their eyes and they have that sparkle, they have that life, they have that essence they have that honed in life force the list goes on and xrp priceless just said or xr priceless just said just keep doing the light work you're doing brother this is encouragement to you zag pursuing your passion and the subscribers and so on will surely follow when you do good work good people are going to find it and this episode is meant to be a bit of an encouragement piece but also some really deep knowledge because I definitely agree with you that for things to evolve, like the quantum financial system, things have to crumble and it can be really scary for some people when you kind of first start to think, Oh, you know what? We don't go to the bank. We don't just put our money in the bank anymore. And where you live, I remember hearing you couldn't actually even go to the bank to get your cash out because the banks were closed. And I mean, that that's, that's not okay. So I do have an observation around cryptocurrency because a lot of listeners here on the show are men and women aged 35 to 65. And when I first mentioned crypto to my parents, they automatically went into an offense-like mode. And are we programmed to fear change? And do you think this could be a little bit of a generational thing as well? I hate to, to use the word boomers, but do you think that there's an element of fear with certain generations when hearing terms like cryptocurrency and the quantum financial system or the financial reset? Well, there's a lot to unpack there. I'll start off with number one. Um, you're absolutely right about the transition. So we've all heard things like the great reset. So the great reset is everything. Like, I don't know. I'm sure everybody has friends that have transitioned jobs the past 18 months uh, even maybe even moved to a different location everybody is transitioning into all like basically every area of our life we're evolving so uh us mentally we're evolving but also that's what's the representation everything that happens inside us also happens outside us so the world's evolving too and part of that is everything's evolving so of course the way that we do finances is going to evolve as well we've been doing the same financial system since I believe the 70s, the SWIFT was developed in the 70s. And think about how much technology has advanced and we're still using the same archaic technology. So everything is advancing and evolving. And the people that choose to not take those leaps forward and not walking towards the golden timeline and leaving all the stuff that's not serving them in the past, those are the people that are experiencing suffering, pain, et cetera, right now because they're not moving forward and letting go of the things that they need to let go of. They're not actually participating in the great reset. Great reset could be used as a negative term and a positive term. I choose to look at it as a positive term that I'm going to reset myself, become the best version of myself right now today. 
uh, pursuing my passion. Why are we talking about crypto today? Well, the other morning I woke up and seen a sign and it was a Staples Center sign. And it's now not the Staples Center anymore. I grew up watching the Lakers. Lakers is my favorite basketball team. Kobe Bryant, that was an iconic building. And now that, that building is no longer the Staples Center, it's crypto.com. That's showing you basically, that's a sign of where we're moving to. So we have to basically understand that people are going to have cognitive dissonance. I don't think I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I'm sure you heard of the term cognitive uh, uh, dissonance. Cognitive dissonance. Dissonance. So basically it's like what happens is there's something brand new that's coming. Okay. And basically what happens is people basically project their old world beliefs onto something that's brand new that they've never basically encountered before. So they're trying to basically uh, use their map that they have developed for the past 35 to 60 years, your, your, uh, your age group. And then they project past and, and uh, basically subconscious beliefs, memories onto new world tech. We've seen the same thing happen. I was an early adopter on Twitter. Uh, my grandparents, everybody thought, who the heck, who wants to know about people's thoughts? Twitter is stupid. Look at it now. It's still thriving, advancing. Anytime something is misunderstood, that's a good chance that you're early and that you're going to basically uh, have to deal with um, with backlash. The reason I got this hat, I was actually planning on wearing it. Not so much anymore. XRP is pretty understood now, but when XRP was first coming up, people hated it. People uh, people would say mean things to people that invested into XRP. They didn't understand it. Now we see people transitioning over to XRP. So when you're an early adopter, people don't get it. You have to understand that and you have to actually be excited about that because that means you're in an unsaturated market that has room to basically develop and grow. So basically another reason why these older people have basically uh, rejected uh, cryptocurrency because a lot of the cryptocurrency that is basically showing and presented to them to the mainstream media, they're only showing you a few cryptos out there and there's so much more. And those cryptos that they show you are not that attractive and don't have that many use cases and benefits. And honestly, they're not much different than the world we're in today. They're not much of a uh, transformational shift, in my personal opinion, than we're in currently. So what are they presented? They're presented Bitcoin. They're presented Ethereum. And one of the reasons I do not like Bitcoin, well, uh, the reason why the older people don't like Bitcoin is because they've been told about all the crimes that happened on the Silk Road when it was originally created. And all the, basically they used it for human trafficking, drugs, you name it, the original days. I mean, that's, people do the same thing with the US dollar. Like, we can't knock Bitcoin for that. But that's why older people, they represented Bitcoin in a negative light. There are really good things that did bring together a, a philosophy shift and it did create sort of a revolution. But basically what happened was um, Bitcoin requires miners. So what happened was because there was an incentive for the miners to basically earn network fees, uh, basically people with big money, it was a good idea at first. Basically, you could have anybody in the world could set up a computer and basically mine Bitcoin and earn uh basically have a level playing field and have an opportunity to earn Bitcoin basically just with some computer power. I wouldn't mind clarifying this for a second. And maybe you could even help me understand this. But when we send and receive cryptocurrency, there is a checking that occurs and certain cryptocurrencies like say stable coins, which would be like a 
uh, Bitcoin and maybe an altcoin like XRP or XLM, there's certain fees and different transaction times that occur. So when you're talking about Bitcoin mining, is that when people are checking transaction transactions and are gaining fees from that? Maybe just clarify what mining maybe is. Yep, I'm going to get into that. So um, basically, the idea that we want to create is to basically get the middleman out of the equation. So that way, Rachel, Zen basically can communicate and send payments to each other without a third person in the way. Okay, because right now, if we want to send payments, we have to use like Cash App or PayPal or or Wells Fargo, which are owned by centralized companies. Okay. So basically the same thing happened again with Bitcoin. So basically um, uh, in order to complete a transaction on the Bitcoin network, you need a miner basically make it in layman's term, approve and validate the transaction. The, the, the incentive for the miner is they get paid a network fee. So it started off with average Joes could basically put their laptop and mine Bitcoin and anybody was able to basically earn Bitcoin really is a level playing field awesome. But what happened was because there was that incentive, business people, people with money were like, oh, wow, I can make money here. And people basically, for example, China basically dominated and created a monopoly of the mining. And then basically because there's that the miners basically became that third party again. And now we have that third party with the miners. They don't benefit from us sending fast, free transactions. They benefit from basically the network fees. So basically we created eBay all over again. So what we want to do is get the middleman out. So an example of middleman is, for example, Uber or eBay. Uh, user one, user two, I want to ride to XYZ. Uh, you want to get paid to take me there. The problem is we do not have, we the people do not have the technology or the interface to basically connect with each other. We need basically the technology of Uber, the centralized company to connect us. What's their benefit? What's their incentive? they get paid a commission uh, for doing that. But what happens is over time, what's going to happen is during this great awakening, people are going to, like I told you, communities are going to start forming. People are going to start questioning things. People are going to start finding solutions. What's going to happen is person one, person two are going to be like, hey, what if we created a technology so great that we could interact with each other on an open source market without that third person, Uber? And we could take Uber out of the way because we don't like them. They're making us wear masks to get in there. They're charging... They're taking my my money. I'm the one doing all the work. Let's get them out of the equation. And that's what the XRP ledger, XRP ledger basically creates a, a system using a consensus algorithm instead of mining. So mining, let's answer that question for you. Uh, mining basically um, is uh, they're, they're validating transactions using computer power and uh, keeping the network decentralized. But uh, because it's using computer power, it takes up lots and lots of energy so we hear a lot about the energy crisis that's coming so uh there's going to be alternatives like xrp which is basically using a consensus algorithm which will be able to validate these transactions basically for a small little baby fraction and that fraction of a penny that is used to uh, validate the xrp transaction is burned into dust forever so it's deflationary as well but nobody's get paid that network fee the network fee actually gets burned in the dust. So that way, me, you are able to interact without a third person in the way, basically. Uh, and that will prevent people from getting censored. And that will prevent people from, 
it's going to literally change the world. It's going to be like when the light bulb was discovered. We actually do not know how many changes are going to happen through this great awakening because we all are going to be going through cognitive dissonance. It's something brand new that nobody's ever experienced. And all these people, especially my little brother and my kids, are going to take this technology and recreate the world. And we're going to basically eliminate any basically uh, uh, leeches or snakes that are the, the big thing that's happening right now in the world is uh, you want to talk about some of the benefits of what XRP is solving. Absolutely. And I just have to say, like, in my experience with trading, I prefer to use things like XRP and XLM. XRP still isn't adopted on a lot of wallets to buy different altcoins, gaming coins, things like that. That's a whole other tangent, which I think we will kind of briefly touch on those a little bit later in this episode. But I love being able to send or receive with you. So say, for example, I've hired you, Zach, for a one-on-one -on -one a couple of times already, which is why I'm bringing you on the show. It's, I'm just sharing you with my community now because everybody deserves to know you. And you have your XRP wallet. I have mine. I copy and paste and then send a certain amount to you. And it literally, the transaction is done in seconds and a fraction of a penny. So this is one of the main benefits that I just like to uh, succinctly point out to all of you, if you're kind of new to the crypto space or just kind of how I understand it. But why big companies and corporations are adopting this now is because it reduces their transaction fees. So we have Amazon, we have, I think, Walmart now, the major credit card companies, they're all getting on board with this because I think they're also starting to see the light that even though they're big corps and stuff like that, we're not going to get into the some of the issues with those some some of those companies and what's going on in the world and the transfer of wealth and all of that, which is so obvious now. But it's great for us as consumers to be able to send and receive through our, our cryptocurrency wallets and have it be almost instant. And uh, say, for example, for myself, if someone were to buy skincare from my current e-store, which I'm in the process of, of actually upgrading so that you can use cryptocurrency to purchase... I end up losing anywhere from 2 to 5% per transaction. So it's actually really good for me as a businesswoman wanting to maybe take that money and donate it or tithe with it. Or I could do all these other things with this saved money that was not given to, say, PayPal or all these other different credit card companies. So those are some of the benefits that I see of crypto. And there's also this really beautiful energy of sending and receiving. This is like an ancient way of providing a service. Say you're like a healer or something like that. You would send and receive with certain types of goods. So it's really funny how we're kind of going back to basics, if you will. Uh, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I have a lot to add to that because I have a similar story. I just started a website where it requires a monthly subscription. It's about 10 bucks a month to join. And Stripe basically steals uh, like a dollar and 40 cents per subscription just to basically run their credit card machine. People don't really, if you never ran a business or if you've never done cross-border payments, you don't really understand how, uh, I'm going to say a bad word, how stupid uh, our payment system is. So for example, if I want to in 2021, send a payment from here to Australia, uh, this is a funny joke that Brad Garlinghouse always says is it's faster to basically pack the money in a suitcase and fly it to Australia because it's going to take days to get there. There's also a 6% fail rate 
with money transferring. Imagine if there was a 6% fail rate with your text messages and 6% of the, for every 100 text messages you sent, four of them did not go through. I had a wire transfer fail a week and a half ago, and I'm still in the process of trying to fix that. And I reached out to the company. I'm like, are you doing crypto yet? And this is like a huge biohacking company and probably one of the biggest ones out there with actually the founder is a billionaire himself who's a total visionary. And I'm like, why aren't they on board with crypto yet? It seems so backwards that they're such a forward-thinking company, but they're still not integrating crypto. It's coming. So everything is getting positioned and uh, they're going to do it all. Basically, they can't. it's going to be like a flip of the switch. They're, they're basically getting all the banks on board. We've seen basically the World Economic Forum have documents with XRP. We've seen executive orders with presidents have documents with Ripple. We've seen a Bank of America have a patent planning to use uh, the interledger protocol and XRP. Uh, we've seen Wells Fargo. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. They're planning on adopting this technology because everybody knows we need real-time payments in the future. So eventually we're going to get to real-time payments and also interoperability. A lot of you guys are probably over having so many different payment apps. You have one friend that uses Venmo. You have one friend that uses Cash App. You have one friend that uses PayPal. None of those payment systems actually interoperate. So one of the first things you have to know about XRP as well is it allows you to basically uh, universally trade goods and services, uh, whatever platform you're using. So basically PayPal will be able to integrate with Cash App. And maybe we could have one basically uh, Zen at payme.com. And basically no matter what you're using, you could send me money just like email, how Gmail could send to Yahoo, Yahoo could send to AOL or, or T-Mobile, all the different phone networks interoperate, but our payment systems do not operate. That's why when you go to, let's say if I bank at Wells Fargo and I want to use uh, Chase Bank, those banks do not op interoperate. That's why they charge you that fee to use their ATM. So pretty soon with the Interledger Protocol and XRP going live, everything will be able to in uh, interoperate. And what, what does that mean? So what that means is uh, I don't have, I usually have a, a, a fiat dollar to show people because um, basically we're trapped. This is our only option. A lot of people have the cognitive thing I'm telling you about with new technology and they see uh, XRP, something digital to get freak out. And they're like, oh, this is new world order, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, look at your dollar. Your dollar literally has the new world order logo on it. And, and it's so becoming less valuable each day because more money just gets printed. Wake up, people. Your oh. cash that you have in your bank isn't going to have the same value in the next couple and of years. And we're forced to use it. There's only there's only 180 currencies, fiat currencies like this, and we're forced. We go to the grocery market. We have to use our fiat dollar to purchase goods and services. So it's like a, it's like a mafia shakedown. You have to use that currency. Well, what the Interledger Protocol and XRP want to give the people is options. Imagine if you want to be able to use a uh, Apple stock to basically trade. You, you're talking about going back in time. So back in time, we used to trade and barter. The problem is trading and bartering is really hard if we don't have the right technology. So if I wanted to trade you some chickens, I would have to literally walk around with chickens. And that's going to look really weird if I'm walking to the grocery mar market to trade you some chickens. But I could put a digital token on a blockchain of a chicken and basically then trade with you on the XRP ledger, a digital token that represents a physical real world chicken or a physical real world piece of art. And basically use that as a currency anywhere I go. I could trade 
because the inter the interledger protocol will basically use a consensus algorithm to basically exchange those items in real time and settle the transaction in three to five seconds, no matter what you want to use. So it's going to give people freedom options. One of the biggest things also I have to let people know is it's going to basically also give people uh, sensor resistance. You're going to see it more and more common that banks are going to start doing the same things that Mark Zuckerberg is doing and ban you, silence you if you're not in line. Well, the XRP ledger is built to be sensor resistant. Nobody could block me and you. It's benefits of sending and receiving. This is the most important thing, especially going into the future is there's nothing that could stop me and you from exchanging with each other. So the only thing that could stop us from basically um, stop from us moving into this new age with this technology is if is if uh, we do not talk about it and try to get friends involved because the more people that learn this technology and see value in it, then basically the more benefits there, the more people are using it, the more people are going to want to send and receive it. The more people will migrate from the fiat to XRP and we could say bye to the banks and, and basically um, just change everything. It's uh, really exciting. Yeah. And I have to say, it's like kind of frustrating going to the banks right now. If I need support with something, I swear they're on bare bones staff. I don't know if people have quit. There's hiring signs everywhere now. It's like these in-person establishments are kind of becoming obsolete with these new ways of doing business. And if you're tuning in here and you have a business, you need to start to get this stuff on your radar. I have uh, some friends all over the world and I keep telling them, I'm like, are you in crypto yet? You need to get into crypto. You need to learn about this so that when uh, we had someone commenting in here earlier that uh, XR Priceless, everything is ready. Ripple Hub and over 200 partnerships with banks and institutions worldwide, XLM for the retail and unbanked population of the world. There will be a consumer demand for this. So instead of having to uh, you know, run around with your chicken, your head cut off like a chicken for using the chicken analogy again. And you're having to then integrate cryptocurrency transaction abilities within your website and with your business, just start to be the early adopter. And I think people like you, Zach, and I, and so many other wonderful, I, I will say, lightworking patriots within our communities here that now are just going to get to know each other, which is amazing. It's like lightworkers uniting. Uh, this is the future and we, some of us can see things before they happen, wink, wink. And so for myself, I was doing Zoom calls with people on the other side of the continent and in Europe a number of years ago in this like 10 by 10 little yoga converted into an office. And people were like, Rachel, what the heck are you doing? Talking to people and doing consulting online. But some of us are like forward thinkers, but when we do things that are new, people won't get it and they'll say, oh, you know, that's kind of stupid or why are you doing that? And they just won't understand it. But people like us were like, well, this is the future. Don't you see it? It's not our job to preach from the mountaintops for all these different things, but it could potentially be our role to help kind of like spark some interest in this and to kind of like spread those seeds or or golden nuggets, if you will. I would love to ask you, Zach, what is the connection between health, wealth, crypto, and XRP? How do they all support one another? 
Yeah, I wanted to piggyback on a little bit about what you just said, but we could go into uh, health, wealth, and crypto as well. No, go for um, it. Go for it. Answer, answer, let me plug in my, uh, let me plug in my, I don't make sure my laptop's plugged in. One second. All right. Sorry so while you're, nose, while you're doing that, I'm just going to add some commentary here. So with the concept of health, wealth, crypto, and XRP, we're talking about creating generational wealth for not only ourselves, but our friends and our families so that we can then afford to do the things that are considered luxury of self-care or biohacking, being able to, like you're going to talk about, buy that sauna so that you can detox at your home to then support your health. So I'd love for you to expand on I that. I want to say, so I kind of forgot what I wanted to say. So uh, it's going to lead perfectly into that. Could we talk about some of the benefits? I want to tell you what's coming with XRP yeah, and then how that leads into health and wealth. So we're really excited about the assets. We do not call XRP a crypto. This is in its own league. It's in its own dimension. It's called a digital asset. So we hold assets, not cryptos. So XRP is a digital asset. So what happens with assets? So assets, uh, you're basically able to utilize. And usually you're like, if you own an asset, like a property, you're able to basically put a renter in there and earn passive income with the renter because you own the house, you own that asset, you can put that asset to use. The same concept is going to be happening with the XRP ledger. Uh, XRP prices just showed you over 200 banks are salivating, needing to get their hands to stay relevant, to stay like Netflix and not to become blockbuster in the new age. They have to buy XRP. Currently, because of the regulations, lots of U.S. banks, I don't believe, can custody XRP yet. I could be wrong there. But basically, what's going to happen is when the flip of the switch happens and there's regulatory clarity on XRP, um, the banks are going to need XRP. And guess who owns it? We own it. So a lot of people are going to sell it, their XRP, to the banks for a lot of money and be really happy. They're going to be really, really happy with the profits they make. However, what we teach on our show and also what CNBC is talking about is DeFi. So CNBC has also made a video about a month ago talking about decentralized finances coming for these assets. So soon these assets are going to be unlocked and you're going to be able to make passive income. So basically you're going to have multiple ways to participate in liquidity pools, um, staking, uh, loans, collateralized debt positions, all with your assets. So you're going to be able to make weekly income and compound uh, passive income Big, big passive income with your crypto. So how does that connect to health as well? People well, might understand that, sorry, as like dividends. Like yeah, if you're so like, investing, like, you get dividends. You ever heard of someone say like Warren Buffett, like you invest and live off the principal? Well, if we invest in a bunch of XRP, we can live off the dividends or the principal of that investment uh, with the weekly rewards that are coming into our uh, funnel. Okay, so that's what's coming to, um, there is some examples of this on the Ethereum network that are, I, I consider as test runs. And the technology that will be coming through Flare Networks and Songbird and everything else that's coming, the technology is state of the art and that's where we're going. So I'm in crypto to basically make passive income and live off that. How does that relate to health, wealth, and XRP? Well, number one, if you have a really crappy job and you're super stressed, stress is one of the biggest things that's going to cause you to uh, age. Stress is the number one thing that causes age and stress, basically number one thing that causes everything, diseases, you name it, inflammation. So uh, 
if people are able to uh, stack enough of these assets and able to make enough uh, passive income, number one, they're going to be able to have more of their time to make the decision if they need to stay in this current job anymore. And a lot of people are going to be able to exit the nine to five slave system and have their time back. What's that going to do? Allow them to relax, allow them to focus on their health and more. Also, a lot of people want to purchase the best herbs. They want to purchase these organic things at Whole Foods. They want to have a green juice every single day. Some people, they don't have the financial capabilities to afford that. So when we focus on our finances and focus on and investing in good projects and when we actually win and have success, we then have more capital underneath us to then invest into health things. Uh, certain people that I know are able now to basically not only own a home, but own their dream home with a sauna and an ice bath and afford those luxuries that most people wouldn't be able to afford. And those luxuries are going to allow them. Health is the real wealth because if we have all this crypto money and we are millionaires, but we live to 50 and have a heart attack, what was the point? So, uh, but, but a lot of health actually costs money. So XRP is going to allow us number one, to have more time loss, to reduce our stress, uh, have more financial ability, have more money coming into our lives. Uh, and then we'll have more ability to basically uh, fund their health goals. So I think that's really, uh, I, I think the stress thing is number one. It's also the community thing, right? Getting to know you and everybody who's tuning into the show here. Uh, I think it's really good to kind of sometimes mix up your communities uh, because things that maybe served us in the past, especially over this these last two years, <laughs> two weeks, right? we are shifting things up We're we're literally evolving as a planet and as a species and we are needing to adapt and change in new ways which is really uncomfortable and is really uncomfortable especially for those with cognitive dissonance that don't necessarily see the writings on the wall and they have fear with change because they hear of all these different scams that are happening Listen, there are scams in absolutely every type of business. You have to use your spidey senses. I've personally pre-vetted Zach and his community. That's why I'm bringing him on the show. And uh, we just had a question come in. Uh, how can we get started in cryptocurrency and avoid the pitfalls and scams? So first of all, I'm just going to say I want everybody to follow Zach from the Zen Lounge on his YouTube channel, Zen God. And also you can work with Zach at the zenlounge.usscreen.io. His contact details are going to be in the show notes. You can book a one-on-one -on -one with Zach. He can help you out. I do encourage you kind of like binge watch his YouTube channel and also his courses because there's a lot of different, very technical layers to cryptocurrency. Yes, you can create a wallet. You fund that wallet with your fiat money. Then you say use XRP or XLM to buy other coins, altcoins. We're going to talk about NFTs in just a second here. You have your wallet, but then you also need to make sure that you store that wallet on a ledger or aka cold storage off the internet. And, and if something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. But there are definitely some ways to make money by wrapping, by staking and things like that. That stuff's pretty technical, which I'll give you some amazing feedback, Zach. Um, 
your step-by-step processes for doing this stuff, which is like the really advanced stuff. If you've made a website, if you have a lot of technical know-how, then, you know, start with the basics and then you may be able to add on wrapping and delegating and staking, but it will just be, it's going to be a pretty steep learning curve. You're probably going to end up spending a couple hours a day trying to wrap your head around all this stuff, but how can we get started in crypto, Zach? Well, number one, um, yeah, definitely check out my YouTube and and I have amazing research all presented for you, but you, you never want to trust someone's word for it in crypto. Anybody's word for it, because what I tell you at the beginning of this show, you know, uh, people in these really fancy high paid studios and YouTube are going to convince you that outdated technology is the future and this is the direction that we're going. One of the biggest metaphors I say is, uh, in the 1800s, when the big gold rush happened in California and people are leaving the East Coast, traveling all the way to the West Coast, basically to uh, chase down this dream of a gold rush and to mine gold. Um, if you would travel all that way and let's say there's competition and you, you walk into some other people that are on the hunt for gold and maybe they know where the gold is, you ask them, hey, where's the gold, friend? And do you think that person is going to point you to where all the luxury, all the gold is, or do you think they're going to point you in the opposite direction? So there's a lot of people trying to, it's called misdirection. They're trying to point you in the, in the opposite direction because the less people know where the gold is, the more cheap it's going to stay and they could pack their bag. So also a lot of people, there's what's called salespeople. So somebody will, will buy a huge bag of a coin and they will be like the whale of that coin. And then they start promoting it because they want people to buy it because it makes them more and more rich, kind of like a Ponzi scheme. So you never want to trust anybody's word for it in cryptos. I even tell people, you don't have to trust research. All the information, the sources will be available for you to go basically do your due diligence. So you want to look for actual uh, companies that basically have real documents that are tied to real world businesses and you can find real evidence that they're actually being planned to use. So for example, with XRP, we could pull up patents from the Bank of America. We could pull up real world evidence that can be proven in a court of law. I don't have to take someone's word for it that these people are planning to uh, implement this technology. So uh, here's an example right here. If you want a good place to start for vetted uh, regulatory approved coins i would look into the iso 20022 coins to get started with a lot of these are also american-made coins which makes people feel really comfortable so xrp american-made it's called it's known as the standard of uh the iso coins we also have algorand who is basically partnered with uh mit and also the current SEC chairman basically said that Uber could be built off of Algorand. Remember I told you that Uber eventually be decentralized? Well, interesting quote from Gary Gensler, the SEC chairman, saying that Uber could be built off of Algorand because they have every intention to piss people off, tell people don't want Uber anymore because they don't want to wear a mask, they don't want to pay those fees, and tell people demand a decentralized platform, which they already have Algorand ready to go. Uh, QNT isn't ISO 20022. But QNT is what's going to connect. It's the overledger for all these different networks so they could all interoperate. So those are some of the staples that I'll recommend getting started with. And then you're probably going to go down a giant rabbit hole and have so much fun researching all the stuff that's happening in front of your eyes. So for me, uh, just open your eyes for a moment. Take a quick moment. If you've never heard of crypto before, tell me what you're seeing in your neck of the woods, in your community. For me, when I go to restaurants, 
I'm getting touchless menus everywhere. They gave me the touchless QR code and I have to, I don't have, I can't get physical menus anymore. So first they hand us touchless menus. Then they're going to hand us basically, oh, touchless payment. Use your QR card to make, make payment. So they're basically um, uh, training wheel. They're, they're, they're training us basically to get ready for this adoption. And uh, these coins seems to be the ones that are going to be adopted. The ISO 20022. And then when you see a coin, you're going to check them out on LinkedIn. You're going to check them out on um, just make sure they're all legit. And it's not just someone hyping and it's called shilling a coin. So that's how you avoid scams and pitfalls in crypto. Another thing that you do not do is uh, you do not expect to get rich overnight in crypto. So a lot of people will put money into crypto. It will go down 20% because that's how crypto is. It goes up 100%, goes down 20%. It goes up 200%, goes down 40%. Or it'll go up to 1,000%, then it'll go down 100%. But some people get in right at the green candle. So they get in at the top of the green candle and then the next day it drops and then they go, I lost all my money. And they start crying and then they say, I'm never doing crypto again. I've bought in and you, you, you have to be okay with taking some L's. If, you, if you're a basketball player, Michael Jordan missed more shots than he ever t taken. So you are going to make some mistakes when you're getting into crypto. You are going to lose some money here and there, but you're going to have some huge wins. They're going to make all those losses minuscule. So we don't want to chase green candles also. That's how you're going to get the pitfall. If you're chasing a green candle, the key is what, she was just saying, being an early adopter, you you're, you get an early adopter, you sit there, wait. You don't care about the ups and downs on the daily basis. We're here for the 1,000x gains that we believe the banks are going to give us with XRP. So the golden rule is hodl, never sell on a loss. And uh, if you just wait, it's going to go back up. So do not chase green candles either. That's almost like getting scammed. <laughs> if you buy it on top of a 1,000% green candle, it's going to go, it's got, it's got to cool off eventually. So those are the ways to keep yourself safe and secure. I also have my website basically walking you through everything you need to know from beginner, intermediary, all the way to the advanced stuff. And uh, can we talk about airdrops a little bit? Have you got I any airdrops? I would love to talk about airdrops, but let's first actually clear up HODL. And by the way, yes, I do have my own XRP hat, XRP t-shirt, Flare Network hat, and also a HODL necklace. I actually sometimes like wearing these types of garments because it kind of gets me into that energy. There absolutely is some type of energy with this quantum financial system with some of these coins and once you start investing you will you know maybe feel it if it's in resonance with you but the whole thing about hodl is kind of hold put the d before the l and that's the game that a lot of us are playing is we're holding you could do the whole like day trader thing and sell when the candlesticks are green and buy when it's in the bear market or like the red market right now the streets are red and you could do something called like a cost averaging purchasing so you purchase over a long period of time there's a couple of different strategies for that but this is perfect because my next question for you was can you explain what airdrops are? Perfect timing. Yeah, so hold on for dear life. That's the name of the game. We um, actually, you want to train your reverse psychology. So a lot of times when you think you shouldn't buy when it's red is non-financial advice, of course. But when the market's red, that's like going to Gucci store and seeing the 30% off discount. You're like, oh, wow, I could buy a Gucci bag for 30% off. This is a discount. So that's what you want to train your mind to think. Now, when it's going up, that's when you could be deciding to basically uh, don't want to exit. 
but we're teaching about the DeFi where you're earning passive income. So we don't really talk about that too much. But yeah, you want to buy on the on the red and then hodl. Uh, the long run is the market keeps going up. So if you hodl, you're going to win. So what's happening is lots of people have heard rumors about a big wealth transfer that's going to come. Uh, people have heard things about Nazura and maybe a gold standard or maybe just the people like a Robin Hood story where the people are able to get a fair chance and actually get some wealth redistributed back to them to create a level playing field. And that's what a lot of people are hoping for. And a lot of people have been dreaming about it's actually been happening right in plain sight for the people that are awake and participating in this new quantum financial system. Quantum means there is no past, there is no future, now, 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 now. So if we're moving to a quantum world, we need real-time payments like XRP. So XRP, the holders of XRP, basically you own a piece of the network. You own real estate on the XRP ledger. So basically you have the right when new projects are announced some projects offer basically they have a community pool of tokens. So let's say um, X, XYZ token or Zen token comes out and has uh, 1 billion tokens. And I put in my white paper that 2 billion of those tokens are uh, for the community of early adopters that believe in this project. You just have to set up a trust line. My metaphor for that is basically you got, that's your uh, digital uh, um fingerprint or digital um, authorization that you hand head notice have a line of communication so when you launch you could contact me and deposit into my address so you as a business owner in the future you'll probably use airdrops uh, to basically pay your employees uh, so you'll set up an airdrop like every friday at 2 p.m we airdrop 300 xrp into my employee bank account and then like we get rid of all those accountants and all that paperwork, make it super easy. So that's where that's going. But back to airdrops. So they'll have a community pool, let's say a million tokens available for the community of early adopters. So 10 people, uh, 10 people raise their hand. I, I have a trust line. I want to be part of that. So that means 1 million tokens will go to 10 people because there's 10 million tokens. Uh, 100,000 tokens will go to those 10 people. And if a million people raise their hand for the trust line, each people person will get one token. And that's how they distribute it to keep it decentralized. So uh, to uh, make it really simple, one of the reasons why XRP is in a lawsuit right now, when they launched, they decided to keep 50 billion tokens for their company. So they believe that was centralized and basically they hit. That's one of the reasons they got hit with a lawsuit. So now the way that companies have to basically distribute these original coins is they have to base, not, I don't think they have to, but most people are choosing to uh, have a basically distribute a good amount of coins to uh, to a community of people that want to be early adopters. And we just see with ES, LS, since AirDrop was a thousand XRP each for free. Uh, we've seen many more and there's a bunch more coming up solo token uh, you're about to get for every xrp you have if you raise your hand and set up the trust line for every one xrp you get 0.2 solo and solo is currently worth about three dollars so if you have 10,000 xrp you're going to get uh 2,000 solo for free uh guess how much that's 2,000 souls worth about right now that's, that's worth about uh six thousand dollars you can get six thousand dollars for free guess when this snapshot's happening 1224 Christmas Eve. What an amazing Christmas present for all of us. We either choose to hodl that uh, solo or uh, we could um, sell it and 
maybe buy some Christmas presents, some holiday presents. That's the beautiful opportunity. What's also cool, I'm choosing to keep these solo tokens because we're going to be earning 20% APY with this solo token. And I don't believe it's going to be $3. I believe it's going to be $10 to $100 by the time we get this airdrop. I get a really, really nice Christmas present. And this is the wealth transfer that's happening for people that are paying attention, that are alert. You said vibrant, that are vibrant and alive. We don't, we can't just give people, give anybody just money that uh, you have to be alert. You have to be seeking it because if you just give money to anybody, you heard of the story with the lottery. Most people end up on drugs or broke or it ends up destroying their life. So wealth transfer is happening for the people that are seeking the knowledge and are uh, ballsy enough to take some risk and to jump on that. So many people will have the information like this uh we were having these same conversations this time last year when xrp was 20 cents and uh, it's going to be the same story over and over again this conversation next year xrp ten dollars you know so uh i went on a rant but the airdrops are literally the wealth transfer and it's helping basically it's helping people so much so kids that never had money some people there's an xr doge airdrop that was worth up to like twenty thousand dollars that basically set some people up. And some of these people are like in, in third world countries getting these airdrops. So people in like eight in like uh, really uh, poverty places in Asia, India, they're able to get these airdrops, 20,000 USD. That's absolutely changes their family. <laughs> I love it. It was not a rant. It was actually very eloquently shared. And the concept of like airdrops and trust lines, the way I think of it is, yes, it's a little bit technical to be able to set up this trust line on, say, like XUMM. Uh, there's there's different applications and different websites that you do these very technical step-by-step -step things on. But in your programs and your courses, you make it so easy. And in fact, I got to do the lobster one. There's some stuff I have to catch up on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty cool when you open it up and it's like, oh, that's that's the airdrop, right? And I'm really looking forward to this upcoming one. And it's it's almost like this stuff isn't going to be taught to you in mainstream. Like mainstream, let's just be real here. It's meant to keep you in fear. It's meant to keep you sick. And it's meant to keep you broke, right? So there are certain individuals that are really kind of escaping the 3D and are moving to the 4, 5, 6, 7D. And they're seeing the writings on the wall and they're becoming early adopters. What's really cool is some of these networks like Flare Network, for example, and some of these other trust line and airdrops. I kind of look at it like they're wanting to reward the early adopters for somewhat investing in them and trusting them. And they want to say, hey, you're part of the community. We want to thank you. Am I understanding that correctly? Because it is pretty technical, this, this stuff here. It's a win-win. So number one, uh, this level field is that I have third party basically roll over you or stomp on the little guy anymore. It's going to be how can we have a win-win? So the the, uh, the the program, yeah, exactly. They're rewarding you and basically giving you a gift because you're basically helping them just as much as they're helping you with the airdrop. They have to get rid of these tokens and they have to get rid of these tokens to people that are super intelligent. And they're going to believe in those projects is the people that are early adopters and believe they're the ones going to tell their friends, family, and the more people that believe in these networks, the higher the value will go. So 
they, they, they want to basically reward uh, the people because you're helping them. You're helping make the network decentralized. If ELS, for example, kept all the coins themselves, no one's going to want to be a part of that network because they're going to be like, this is just like Twitter. You have you guys are the overlords of your network. So uh, by the more people that get involved with this and set, raise their hand and say, hey, I want to get involved. I want to be an early adopter. The more we can spread out the tokens, and then the more decentralized, the more control has been spread across many, many faceless people. And that's how we keep the network safe, stable, and secure. So it's a win-win. They need us. We need them. Yeah, absolutely. And there's some safety concerns with different wallets and things like that. Because some of these trading wallets, basically, if you've done trading on the stock market before, uh, say, for example, in Canada, we use an application called Quest Trade that allows us access to buy different different stocks. Um, and then you deposit your funds, things like that. But what could happen is that type of application that you use to buy the stocks, they could go dark all of a sudden. And then what happens? You lose your coin. So that's why sometimes to buy different coins, you have to have a couple of different wallets. It does get really technical. Um, and Zach can walk you through that. But then right away, you want to get your stuff off of the wallets because they're not a secure place to store your coins. So that's the concept of like cold storage. So it's off the market and all of that. Like this, this is a huge, very technical topic that has taken me quite some time to understand. Uh, but just kind of to help out the newbies out there, the first step you're going to be doing is getting a wallet, funding the wallet, and then figuring out how to um, buy and sell on the wallet for the coins that you're wanting and then transfer them onto your cold ledger afterwards and then hold it. And then you could start to set up the trust lines with what Zach is talking about and the airdrops and stuff like that. But the gaming industry, uh, I have been a gamer. You probably don't know this. I played Counter-Strike back in the day. Starcraft. Oh my gosh, I loved Protoss. I loved uh, Counter-Strike. <laughs> I used to play Counter-Strike for hours. Um, I used to go to yeah. like computer lounges and play Counter-Strike for like a whole day. Yeah, I, I was with the boys. I, I grew up a mega tomboy. Do not let this blonde hair fool you. But the gaming industry is like a trillion dollar industry. And when we hear things like the gaming industries getting on board with cryptocurrency, you need to start to pay attention. And all this stuff is rolling out now. So... What are NFTs and are they going to be massive in the future, in your opinion? Well, there's been a huge NFT rush on the Ethereum blockchain and uh, the problem with it's been limited. So Ethereum, we told you there's heavy fees. So it kind of uh, makes the entry price point to get into these NFTs pretty high for average shows or people in other countries that don't have as high of income. And uh, what's happening right now is we're going to witness the great migration of NFT artists moving on to the XRP Ledger and also uh, Ripple, the company. Ripple is separate from XRP Ledger, the two different things, but Ripple has an incentive to see the XRP Ledger flourish. So they're offering about $250 million to NFT artists to migrate to the XRP Ledger. So uh, NFTs right now, um, you see a lot of like really cool, famous street artists and like artists basically create digital art on these um, blockchains. And 
now basically you could prove uh, the rarity of these tokens. There was a bunch of examples that just came out. There was something called uh, X-Punks and SGB-Punks. Uh, they're customized, basically, uh, artwork made by artists. And uh, there was only about 10,000 of X-Punks and 20,000 SGB-Punks. They sold out in like an hour. And they about between five and $10,000 for the SGB-Punks. And uh, the X-Punks are 10,000 floor price for the X-Punks. So there's a massive rush going to be happening. Tons more projects are coming. These are artists. So this is just the um, the people that are the trendsetters. So the trendsetters come in and do the NFTs. Then all of a sudden the, the corporations, the businesses start to raise their eyebrow. They're like, okay, how can we implement this? And we're going to start to see reward programs on NFTs with um, restaurants. And for example, I heard an example like Chipotle burrito. Uh, maybe they'll have a contest where uh, they'll give out a golden NFT burrito where you get with this one that's registered on a blockchain so nobody could ever fake it or fraud this this coin, this NFT, gets you access for lifetime burritos at Chipotle. That's where I think the future of NFT and companies will go. Or you could make an NFT where uh, you give it to all your people and they get lifetime uh, sessions with you. Make it really cool, like a golden NFT. But also, uh, like property deeds. So we're going to do like houses, property. All the things are going to eventually be moved over to tokenized assets on a blockchain. And your property, your house deeds will be on NFTs. It's going to be massive. It's going to be huge. And it's just the beginning. So we kind of, when new things come out, we don't really know. Like when Twitter first came out, we didn't know what people would be using Twitter for. Um, we thought people would be posting about where they're eating and now it's something totally different. It's like the research capital of the world. So uh, when new things come out, it depends on like we we're the pioneers. So we could basically, t- we have an NFT project. We're working with the NFT Riddler, one of the best NFT artists. And we're getting involved with NFTs heavily because we understand that this, this whole industry hasn't really been developed yet. So if you like art, you could be a visionary that basically uh, helps uh, NFTs become adopted. All right. So if you're thinking like, what the heck is NFTs? I'm having a hard time wrapping, wrapping my head around this. Think about Michelangelo and artists like Picasso and Van Gogh made artwork. They make something. And as you've already said, there's clearly a market for NFTs. When there is a demand for something, the price is going to go up. So when you're thinking of, oh, how are these digital assets going to have value to them? We're seeing Marvel launch NFTs right now and digital assets and all of this stuff. So this stuff is happening. Whether you're going to get on board or get left behind is totally your choice. But the, uh, the, the, the analogy of like Michelangelo's artwork then having value, especially going into the future. Uh, yes, people have tried to fake them. They get restored, all this stuff. That's an interesting concept uh, that it is actually digital art. The other thing is virtual reality. We are entering. Okay, I ready- touch on one thing with the art? Go for it. Okay. So um, one of the things it's going to bring transparency and honesty to uh, the actual physical art world too. Basically, you could also basically take a physical piece of art and put a blockchain QR code on it and register it to a blockchain. 
So that way we don't have to take, we, we, the problem is we can't take people's words for it anymore. Like things are, the, the, the news lies to our face every single day. We can't take people's word for it anymore. We got to be able to operate trustless uh, with trust. So uh, a salesperson, a painter claims that he has a one-on-one of the Mona Lisa. And you know how many millions of dollars that's this has happened where people has claimed they have some real piece of art and ends up being a scam or fraud or it's really hard to check. So now artists will be able to, uh, with certainty, say this is legit. This is the one-on-one. Check the QR code. You could see the ID. This is the legit Mona Lisa. And that's how people, also buyers, want to be able to buy it with trust. How many times you go to somewhere and you kind of like, you want to purchase it, but in the back of your mind, is this fraud? So you can't really, it's going to boom the mar, the art marketplace. Literally boom the marketplace for art. There's so much scams happening. So that's what I want to just add on. Yeah, I mean, stuff gets faked all the time. It's like you buy uh, supplements or skincare products. If you get that stuff on Amazon, eBay, or the shady third-party auction websites that you might even get a virus from too, there's a lot of fake uh, beauty products, personal care products out there that can actually be really toxic for you. And you may be inadvertently even supporting crime, unfortunately. Some really shady businesses that are ripping off other companies' products, uh, the whole counterfeit beauty industry, cosmetics industry, makeup supplement industry is uh, there's actually a really good documentary on Netflix called Broken, and it's apparently bigger than the drug trafficking trade. So one thing I wow. wanted to yeah talk about was this whole concept of a virtual reality gallery. We know of game platforms like Warcraft, how much money have kids poured in to creating their avatars, if you will, getting weapons, getting armor, things like that. Now what I think we're going to see is having this virtual reality gallery where you can display, well, it's already happening, not now, like this has been happening for a while, but people are displaying their NFTs and creating their own virtual galleries or even uh, purchasing different art pieces and using them as their icon, as a status thing saying, hey, I can afford this stuff. Here it is. But the prediction I have is the kids are really going to be demanding the NFTs for their gaming, uh, their gaming experiences, adults are as well. Uh, the VR Ready Player One. That's really how I think a lot of this is going to play out. What's your take on that? I believe you're right on the money, 100. Um, percent um, They shut down the world and put us inside, and uh, that's definitely one of the goals is to have us participate a lot more uh, digitally, whether that's good or bad. Uh, we can position ourselves to win uh, with our investment strategies, knowing uh, the direction of uh, the planet. So 100%, there's lots of uh, metaverse projects happening. There's also one on the XRP ledger called Equilibrium Games. I'll be doing a video on that. Uh, that's on the XRP ledger. It's a gaming coin. Uh, anything on the XRP ledger is worth looking at. Uh, there's also a coin that's compatible with flare network called gala games and that one just went up a lot recently but yeah gaming is one of the trendsetters so uh gamers don't really care what people think they're going to do what they want to do and usually people will follow those trends i was just like you i was the first kid in my neighborhood with a scooter growing up and everyone's like what the heck is a scooter and then next thing you know everybody i, I like the scooter i want to ride a scooter 
I didn't care what people thought, but then next thing you know, everybody on the street had scooters. So uh, gamers develop a lot. Like they they made Twitch popular. Like gamers make a lot of things really popular. And uh, I know that a lot of gamers in Japan get paid salaries in XRP and stuff. They love XRP in Japan. So there's there's actual Japan gamers that are, get paid full time in XRP. And it's so easy because uh, basically with like platforms like Twitter and different platforms, you could send XRP in real time. Also, what they're going to do with XRP is streaming payment. So that way, let's say you're a gamer on Twitch and people want to tip you they could tip you in real time and that's just like instantly depositing into your bank and it doesn't have to go through all those uh banking uh, networks or venmo networks just boom three seconds you have your asset and uh, let me touch on one more thing about uh we're moving into the age of being sovereign so what does that mean ownership so nft basically uh allows you to have ownership and verify that you you own this on the blockchain the same thing with your house i don't know where uh, i don't personally own a home right now but if i owned a home i don't know where i would store the property deeds to my home i think it's really nice to be able to have it on a blockchain super nice organized in my phone that i have the, the keys to and no one else could basically get access to also you were talking about the energy of crypto so if we're talking about the age of uh, the energy of crypto being super powerful and when people have these these cryptos that are super powerful and um, people start having synchronicities, start manifesting, they start feeling better, have a positive outlook on the future after holding this energy. Let me ask you this question. Why the hell would you want that energy to be in the possession of a centralized exchange? This is why we teach getting a uh, cold wallet, becoming your own bank, or setting up a hot wallet like Zoom XUMM for your XRP, which is XRP Ledger Bulletproof Technology off the grid connected to a different like nobody could access your funds you want to basically take custody and ownership of everything in our life including our money so we basically have uh given up our sovereign and given up our uh our custody of our fiat money and trusted the banks uh and we we allowed them to hold our energy our wealth and the banks didn't really do anything for us but screw us over so we have an opportunity to basically decide, hey, this is something brand new. We, the people, could either transition into uh, becoming sovereign and responsible and ownership, which NFT is an example of that, where you actually could have uh, ownership of everything that you want. And uh, that's the choice that we have to make. Do we want to stay doing the same old thing with the same bankers that never done anything for us? Or do we want to move into a new age? and uh check out some new things and there's a crypto for everybody xrp may not be the one for you algorand may be the one that's screaming your name and that's kind of like the cool thing about crypto is everybody kind of has the ones they like and that's the beautiful thing is it gives people options gives people flexibility and i think that's a beautiful thing and uh it's like sports teams not everybody's gonna like the, the same sports team as you we all could talk about it debate on which one's the better and that's a beautiful thing that's how we don't have a one world coin to rule them all so that's another cool thing but i went on a rant uh do you want to stop me i love you like your... the whole thing about sovereign being yeah, sovereign I think, absolutely. I think that's really important. i'm i'm totally on board with you sovereign patriots are into crypto the number two ways that you can be a rebel right now is to be as absolutely freaking healthy as possible number two is to 
get into crypto and support this new quantum financial system and support one another, send and receive. Say, for example, working with you, Zach, I send you. Uh, clients working with me and getting products, they send to me a fraction of a penny in seconds of a transfer. This is the future. And this is how we keep more of the wealth in and amongst ourselves, as opposed to it getting distributed to these other people up here that, you know, they really don't have our interests at heart. But the, the proof is in the pudding. Companies all across the globe are, are accepting this now, especially from this summer forward. I started to see the Amazon stuff pop up and the gaming networks pop up in kind of like, I would say, July or August. But in your opinion, with the people that you, you are uh, working with and hanging out with in your community, on the Zen God YouTube channel, would you also say that they're primarily sovereign patriots as well? Which is totally why I was so drawn to you and, and your community. Um, I would say it's a, it's a lot of different people. A lot of people that have been working on manifestations and big dreams their entire life, but never have the resources to basically put it together. For some reason, XRP will find them and, and uh, they believe that XRP is a tool it's just a tool you know i mean at the end of the day uh you could have a million xrp you do nothing with the tool it's not going to change your life but uh for a lot of people they've had vision boards and big goals to change the planet and uh they're going to use xrp as a tool for that uh, another people that are attracted to xrp is a lot of people the past 18 months have woken up to the corruption in the political industry uh, and basically corruption in all in the health too, everything. So what you find out is that corruption usually comes from a third party, a third intermediary that has an incentive. They want something and uh, they also do a lot of things in shadows. So um, XRP actually is a solution to the voting system, is a solution to the terrible financial system, is a, is a solution to the political scandals that happen on a yearly basis. How much funding do we give? Where does that funding go? Uh, I know that they've given, I, I'm originally from Southern California. I know we've given millions and millions of dollars to for some high speed train in California that never is ever built. Where did all that money go? I heard that money funneled into some people's family members' accounts. Well, if we had a public ledger, the XRP open source ledger, we could pull up these politicians' ledger and be like, we see what you're doing. You can't do this. And it's going to be eliminate the ability for people to cheat and uh, commit fraud. So uh, a lot of patriots end up when they really research the technology and not watch the clickbait or the fear propaganda because they want you out. They don't want you to own this. The less people that own this, the more the banks could buy up when the time comes. So they will try to scare the hell out of you not to own this technology. That's why I told you do your own research and do it well because you could easily miss out on this opportunity by listening to people that haven't done any research and are just promoting bs but yeah most patriots after doing their homework into this they're like a light bulb flashes out and everything makes sense like okay this is the direction we're going now I understand why we had to have the whole fear uh the whole uh, storyline with the election because we need people to demand new tech there's already blockchain patents that show blockchain voting systems so basically, uh, also, I told you Uber could be ran on a blockchain. And what is Uber doing now? They're pissing people off by uh, crossing people's boundaries. 
because they they the way that the world works is problem reaction solution uh, there's going to be a problem people are going to react and then they're going to offer the solution if we could think ahead and think in the future we know the solutions xrp so we're positioned and uh patriots are really smart and a lot of them like are gold and silver investors actually that come into xrp so they'll first invest in gold and silver and those people understand the problems with the financial system the problem is the gold and silver people know deep down inside the gold and silver people know deep down inside they have a missing link there's not a puzzle piece that's attached because gold and silver is kind of like the chicken story i was telling you it's like you're gonna go walk around with a pound of gold that's that's not really the best way to transact it'll be better if we tokenize gold and silver on a blockchain with accountability with units of account and the ability to send the value of gold at the speed of light cross borders and banks could actually unlock all that gold that's sitting in in the reserves and use it to help their balance sheets so uh that's xrp is a missing link also for a lot of people they're like oh my gosh i heard about gold and silver being huge in the future but now i know the technology that's going to unlock gold and silver and uh the patriots they do their own they do their own homework so eventually they come across xrp so you're 100 correct and uh that's what that's what i have that's what i have to say yeah all right two last questions here what is the difference between banks and your ledger wallet? Just so people kind of understand, okay, the the platform you buy your crypto on, your cold storage and the bank. Well, what's kind of like just a really easy way to understand the difference between the three types of platforms? Yeah, this is a great question. So number one, we'll go over this. So um, the first, I'm going to go over my four steps to crypto. So step one, you're going to go after this show. If you want to get involved with crypto, you're going to go do your own research. So you're going to go, okay, Zen said a bunch of stuff. He talked about ISO 20022. He talked about XRP, all these different coins. Let me go do my own research. So after you check that box, you're going to want to accumulate. So there's things called exchanges. Exchanges is where you purchase the crypto, but currently most exchanges are ran by centralized parties unless we're going to talk about some new stuff later down the road, but let's just keep it easy. Most exchanges right now are centralized and you'll purchase a crypto on the exchange. Every disaster story you've heard about crypto is when people have large amounts of money on these un, like really unrecognizable exchanges because the exchange can run out of business, close the doors and keep all your money. So rule number one that we like to share is get your crypto off the exchanges and become sovereign, take custody and you have a few options. So we're going to remove our coin off the exchange into either a wallet or what I call a bank as a metaphor, a wallet or a bank. So really the technical terms is a cold wallet or a hot wallet. So a cold wallet looks like this. This is a, it looks like a USB. This is a Ledger Nano X. So I'm able to basically store my crypto in this Ledger Nano X offline, off the internet, basically off the grid, you can't take my crypto. You basically need to have this plus my private keys, everything in order to send. So all the stories about people being able to go into your account and and uh, there's no way they're going to get off grid. Like how? <laughs> OK, so uh, there's also cold wallets where their wallets basically attached directly to your phone. An example would be XUMM Zoom for your XRP. This wallet is uh, built on the XRP ledger, so it's super secure. 
I also talk about Lobster, which is similar, but it's for the Stellar network. So those are wallets. So what I like to say is in my course, if you join my course, is keep your savings, your large amounts of wealth in, in your bank. I call the cold wallet your bank. So this is your bank where you keep large amounts of money. Now, I always tell people, when you go to the store with your wallet, do you bring your entire savings account with you? No, you just bring what you plan to use. So on your Zoom account is basically it would be your wallet where you would have your your money that you would use to use to swipe for cash in the future, to trade with friends, to buy your clothes. I think you're already uh, doing this in Vegas, right? I don't really go out much, but I think they do. Um, yeah. So those are two options. And then what also is needed right now is then there's, I don't know if you were asking about this, if I answered already, but there is centralized banks and there's only certain options you have to on-ramp your fiat money. So certain exchanges like BitTrue uh, are harder. You basically have to find an exchange in your country, wherever you are, that actually on-ramps fiat. When we had our coaching session, we had trouble. I was telling you to use Coinbase. You didn't have it in Canada. But basically, uh, there's certain exchanges that connect to your bank account and certain exchanges that don't. So some exchanges you'll actually have to uh, purchase from one exchange and then move it to another exchange just to get the crypto you want. So that's when it gets a little bit annoying and frustrating for especially the beginner people like having all these different wallets and exchanges but what you have to tell yourself we have to tell yourself if everything was simple easy and consumer friendly that means you're not an early adopter that means the space is already developed and you missed out on the real wealth so you actually want to be excited that the difficulties are here because most people will be lazy and just give up and good we want all the lazy people to give up because that's more for us more of the good people, the hard workers, the patriots that are willing to do what it takes are able to accumulate the assets at a lower value. And uh, I hear that all the time. I'll wait for it to go on Coinbase. Well, if you ever wait for something to go on Coinbase, you see what happens when it goes on Coinbase. It rockets. So uh, you want to get in before it gets on these big exchanges. And on my website for the beginners, we hold your hand through everything. Sunday, every single Sunday, we have a workshop too where you could catch up and ask questions based on any of the courses that you're taking too. So it does get a little bit uh, frustrating when you're brand new, but it's worth it and it gets really easy. And then when it's easy for you, it's really exciting because then you could go and teach other people and other family members. Like for example, the holiday season's coming up. Everyone's going to be talking about crypto, NFTs, all the stuff at Thanksgiving and Christmas. And you're going to be the cool person at the dinner table, the trendsetter. Basically Especially the younger your- generation. The younger generations to be like, oh, check out this cool NFT I got. And their parents or grandparents are going to be like, what the is that? <laughs> but you'll be all hip with them and you'll be able to be the cool uh, the cool person. Oh, I know what an NFT. Let me show you my NFT. and It's going to be awesome. Adorable. I love it. So last question. In your opinion, at this point, if someone is new to crypto, never done anything, this is the first time. This is the first time I've talked about crypto with my community. I love you all so much. Thanks for taking this ride with me. And it's quite the tumultuous ride. Tsunami, all this like craziness, like flooding where I am. It's like dwarf in the sea stuff. Life is going to be a ride. And it's how you choose to ride that wave and kind of like timelines and dimensions and quantum financial system. These are probably words that you've maybe heard in certain certain communities. So just do what resonates with you, bottom line, because not everything's going to resonate with everyone. But at this point, if someone's wanting to get into crypto, they never have. If someone's new to crypto, would they still consider, would they still be considered an early adopter 
today? 1000 percent um depending on which crypto that you're getting involved with um, a lot of people have already gotten extremely wealthy and extremely rich off of bitcoin a lot of people have already got extremely wealthy really rich off of uh ethereum not too many people i mean people that invested in xrp pre-2017 and they held the whole time uh they're they're sitting pretty good but nobody has actually uh received massive amounts of wealth like we've seen with bitcoin like and, and ethereum with the xrp ledger that's only about 2.6 probably a lot more this is data from a couple months ago but last time i checked there's about 2.6 million xrp wallets uh another thing about that is most people have more than one wallet i have multiple xrp wallets so there's probably only a million of us worldwide investing into xrp so you'd definitely be an early adopter in certain technologies uh, in crypto now overall overall uh crypto is only a three trillion dollar market cap i think at the moment at the peak of one of the the peak one of the biggest bull runs uh we've experienced sitting at three trillion people are speculating this is going to be a hundred trillion above uh market cap so you tell you answer me that question that's uh we're looking at it out of a hundred percent scale, uh, only three trillion out of a hundred trillion, that would be uh, you'd be part of the first three percent. So you, it's brand new. This stuff is just now getting adopted. You still can't use XRP anywhere. It's it's almost like you're invested in the airplanes before the airports have been developed. So we're sitting back waiting for takeoff. That's what's happening. Uh, once mass adoption comes, once the settlement is done, then you'll be late. So what does Jordan Belfort says in Wolf of Wall Street? The key to situations like this, where the real money is happens, is the key is getting in before the settlement. After the settlement, yes, you will be late, guaranteed. After the settlement with the SEC, a lot of people are scared to invest in something that's in the middle of a lawsuit. But a good example would be Tesla. Look at the chart before and after the SEC ordeal with Tesla. Funny thing is, Tesla has a lot of the same ties to... Uh, xrp and ripple paypal everything so um, similar situation tesla was sued by the sec also uh, xrp tesla mooned after the sec xrp will moon after after the uh, settlement and you will be late if you wait till after the settlement so that'll be my answer to this question Love it. And like while we're talking about Elon, there's like Dogecoin and Shiba coin and all this stuff, right? There's all these kind of like joke coins that are just getting dropped. And when someone like Elon drops it, pumps the market. So really be kind of like very cautious about that. Would you say that's some good advice right now to Zach? Well, the dog coins, uh, one of the benefits of being part of the, the telegram group, it is free is we kind of give you some calls. So I did actually make a lot of money on the Shiba project and there were opportunities in there to basically swing trade for those that wanted to participate to make money. But we use those specifically for like swing trading to make money. Um, I haven't seen any banker documents that are planning to implement Shiba. I mean, I did see the AMC talk about it, but uh, we're looking for technologies that are going to basically uh, have to be adopted by banks and financial institutions to stay relevant there will be a lot of projects that succeed. And even some of these community coins, like these dog projects, could succeed. But my energy and my focus are uh, on 
the things that I think are going to have the best ROI, which are the financial solution coins, which are, we talk about XRP. You probably never heard anyone talk. If you never heard anyone talk about XRP, you probably never heard anyone talk about XLM. Then you definitely heard no one talk about XDC. All these X coins, nobody talks about. They won't let you know about, but they're extremely fast. The technology is extremely advanced and they're ISO 20022 coins and are planning to be implemented by the Federal Reserve, by World Economic Forum, by executive orders with presidents, uh, President Trump. So it just, uh, it's uh, it's uh, mind-blowing. So XRP will be the first regular, regulated crypto and will set the standard. Yeah, so a lot of people say the SEC uh, trial is actually basically um, on the record allowing XRP to prove the other industry guilty. And it's actually not what you appear. So uh, we're actually able to expose the whole entire industry. Uh, we're able to expose the entire industry how corrupt crypto is through this uh, lawsuit in a legal on the record setting. Because we could talk back and forth, but if it's not on the record in a, in a courtroom, it just talk. So uh, um, a lot of coins could take a hit. Whereas like XRP and these ISO coins are basically gonna moon. So we've seen already tons of pump action with the dog coins. So what did I tell you about how do you get in the pitfalls and the scams in crypto is if a coin's already gone up a million percent the past year, you're at the top of a huge, 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 huge green candle. So I mean there's a lot more chance for it to go down, whereas XRP. And then there's going to be market resets and all this stuff too. Yeah, so then XRP hasn't even hit all-time high yet, so there's a lot more room for it to grow. So uh, yeah, a lot of those dog coins have already basically had its day, in my opinion, and basically the next wave will be these financial coins going into 2022. Makes sense. ISO 2022. It's right in front of your face. Just most people can't connect two and two. one plus one equals two. I'm going to make an NFT. Mark my words. Next year, you're going to be able to just buy your skincare from me, consults with me through crypto. The reason I am sharing this information and Zach and the community and working with him is because I see the writings on the wall with this and I'm taking you all along for the ride with me because I really want everybody part of this community to be thriving with your body, mind, spirit, and energy. You're going to be more radiant. You're going to be even in that mindset of sending and receiving, which has been actually really lovely for me to experience that energy, especially a little while ago when I was like, oh my gosh, the world's going to ash. What's going on here? Uh, you know, couldn't get my footing and my grounding. And I was just constantly getting distracted with, you know, the the woes of the world, if you will. And this gave me something else to focus on because when you are in the zone, with all this stuff, you can't be distracted. Because <laughs> if you get one digit wrong, or you're copy and pasting a memo, or if you forget the memo, like it's gone. So it really I, I like this stuff, because it, it makes you stay very attentive. And there are very easy to follow step by step guides. And just a disclaimer, everything we talk about here is not financial advice, okay? We're not telling you what to do with things. We're, we're simply providing you some educational information here. We are not financial advisors. So, Zach, how can people work with you and join your community? Yeah, um, there's a few questions in the chat about the Flare Network and some of the projects that are on it. So, 
Uh, the Flare Network is coming, guys. And basically, uh, if you want to learn more about that, basically earning passive income with your crypto assets, then you're definitely going to want to go to my um, start with the website because uh, it is about 100 bucks to work with me one-on-one -on -one now. I did just raise my price. And it's only $10 to join the website. And you get access to uh, workshops. So I'm going to host a workshop on Sunday. And you can ask me all the questions there. We have a big group. But there's plenty, there. of there's plenty of resources on the Zen Lounge website. And that's basically going to basically help you with a lot of beginner stuff uh, without having to pay the 100 bucks. So it's only 10 bucks, And there's a bunch of airdrops updates on there. I guarantee you'll make the 10 bucks back with one airdrop plus. You'll be able to afford the whole entire yearly membership with one airdrop. We just did. We helped people make $1,000 for free with the ELS airdrop. And... Now they have the abundance to choose what they want to do with that money. Uh, I have a I have a Telegram group for free, so if you want to just uh, stay connected for free, uh, Zen Lounge Telegram. I'll send you the link. You can put it in the video below. But uh, that's mainly it. My YouTube channel as well has probably 300 videos. Start at the bottom, work your way up. You can binge watch it, like she said. All of it isn't talking about the same thing. So much uh, from XRP to DeFi to to uh, airdrops uh, so every single video on my youtube is talking about something different in my research so basically my youtube is where i publish all my research so uh that's basically where you can keep up to date with me i'm super grateful to be on this show the opportunity to speak to about 41 people on here super excited and uh i'd love to come i think we're gonna come on again for your for your uh, your other show Heck yeah we're gonna bring you on my second podcast so i got two shows uh this is the rachel Varga podcast right now this is on youtube a couple of weeks later it'll be on the podcast um it's on spotify itunes all major platforms uh, you can find a list of all of my episodes and information on youtube here and also at rachelvarga.ca forward slash blog i give a ton of free information away to support those that maybe don't have the funds to work with me one-on-one -on -one, but those that do work with me one-on-one -on -one help to fuel what i'm doing here so when you send to me i receive and then i send back to you this is how we make this world go round this is how we change business models this is how we change supporting and sending and receiving with one another, which is very positive and what the world needs to see more of. So yeah, I'll be there on Sunday, hanging out with you all. Love your community. Love what you're doing, Zach. Thank you so much for sharing, doing the research behind the scenes, and then make it easy for us newbies out here to set up the trust lines and stuff like that. You really break it down in a really concise way. One thing I met, I, I told my hubby that I subscribed to your course. He's like, why are you paying somebody for that? Why don't you just go on YouTube? And just what you said before, we have all of these crypto guys and they have like over a million subscribers, a lot of them. And the problem is when they mention certain coins, they pump it. So there can be some uh, behind the scenes manipulation that you actually might not know about. So Zach's someone who I've really come to trust. And the information I get from you was very different than what I get on the free YouTube channels. They're primarily in my experience observing this pumping the game coins right now and things like that. But, but what you're doing, what you're sharing is 
setting things up in the back end to create uh, residuals. So instead of getting dividends through your bank, it's through airdrops, trust lines, uh, wrapping, staking, all of the stuff. So it's uh, it's pretty advanced. So just start with the basics. Uh, Zach, Zach can help you out, but this is just some educational information. Zach, it was amazing to have you on the show. We're going to have you on my second podcast, the Beauty and the Biohacker podcast with my good friend, Katie Type A. She's actually a professionally trained journalist. So that's going to be a really, really fun one. So stay tuned. We'll be sure to um, uh, share that within your community as well. Um, XR Priceless says, thank you, Rachel and Zach. Keep spreading the awareness and sharing your knowledge. You guys are true patriots. Well, just doing what I can over here in Canada, kind of honestly regretting not leaving about a month or two ago. But maybe I'm just here to stick this ish out and do what I can <laughs> behind the scenes and what you guys are doing with your channel and your community and all of that. Um, I'm really grateful to all of you and all of you who showed up here today. Be sure to subscribe to the Rachel Varga YouTube channel. Hit the bell so that you know a new episodes are dropped like this episode. Share this episode with someone who maybe hasn't really heard about crypto and you're, you've kind of dabbled in it already. You're like, hey, this is a really great resource. This is why I wanted to create this episode was to talk about like some beginner stuff, but also some, some, you know, intermediate and advanced stuff as well. So kind of a little bit for everybody. Do you have any closing words, Zach? Yeah, I would say uh, have an open mind, not just to crypto, but for everything health included. So um I'm really excited for the future. Uh, like there's a comment in there. You could put it up. Uh, the guy is basically saying uh, his, mo his money is losing value in the bank. And a lot of people are waking up to that today. But it's been happening for a long time. People used to have a way higher quality of life with a lot less income. And basically, if we don't wake up out of this trance, then we're going to keep we're going to wake up one day like with bread, $10. And it's going to be like shocking. So uh, one of the big things that's going to happen, I believe, is uh, is uh, get involved because this is going to be some of the most important information in the next 12 months with uh, the talk about potential of inflation. So uh, you're blessed to be on this channel. Uh, there's going to be lots of ways for us to secure our wealth with high yield, high yield. So go to my channels, uh, learn about how to make passive income. Learn about how to get yourself free and out of this nine to five matrix. And it's actually possible. I'm living it. I'm not just talking about it. I'm fully, fully full-time crypto now. I went all in on my passion because I, I saw the sign with the with the, the, the crypto.com. So uh, go all in and uh, I, I'll, I'll see you guys at the next, uh, the next uh, show. <laughs> not that great of a last closing statement, but... I said so much. I'm super excited. Uh, we're on the golden timeline for everybody here and uh, get involved. I mean, these airdrops, there's one, I'm going to tell you one more, one more airdrop. So this is the magnitude of these airdrops. Just to let you guys know that I'm out. So we've all heard the saying, wash the water. Well, there's a token coming. It's called the great wealth transfer. If you have a lobster wallet, if you sign up by December 15th, Aqua token is going to pay you three years in Aqua. For three years, you're going to get airdrop Aqua token just for setting up a trust line. This is what is happening right now. So get involved, get active, find me on my Telegram. I'm going to hop over there right now. I post a video every day. So I hope to uh, continue to uh, do this research together and 
I'll see you at the next show. It's really funny because this is actually the most interactive uh, episode I've ever done. So I think that people are super hungry for this. And here I am talking about radiance and skin and living good, feeling good, all that stuff. But crypto is part of it. Health as well. Get activated. Stay activated. Get excited because the people that run the world wants you to lose hope people that want the, want the want everyone to be doomed like have that doomer vibe we're coming here with the vibrance and the electricity and we're telling you that we're on the golden timeline there's no reason to to uh not be activated and with each person that we activate that's like lighting a candle and the darkness becomes more and more bright and it fades away so uh get excited don't let the doomers drag you down Everything is happening for a purpose. All these systems are collapsing so we can move into a sovereign world. And basically, uh, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but once you realize that everything is happening, it's kind of like a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. Like it's scary at first, but then you have your wings, you're able to go fly, but it has to transform. It has to let go of the past in order to move forward. It's crazy that we're alive during the greatest reset that's ever happened in the history of humanity. Maybe we chose what to a, be here right now. What a pri- what a privilege, what an honor to be here during the greatest wealth transfer in human history. And we're on the front lines, the first couple thousand people in the world to know about what's actually happening. These trust lines, these airdrops, you're not going to find it mon- many other YouTubes talking about the Aqua airdrop three years. Or they're going to be I'm fake sharing- airdrops where you get like fake yeah. tokens. Or so. you get some fake bullshit meme coin. These are legit and... This is the wealth transfer that's happened, the greatest wealth transfer in human history. Basically, the game is ending. What happens when the game ends? When you play chess, the pawns and the king and queen, when you're done with the chess game, all get put away into the same box. So the game is ending. The Truman Show is ending. We put the king and pawn, all of us go into the same box. We're all in the same level playing field. And the pawns actually are going to become the new kings. The, the meek are going to inherit the earth. That's the transfer. That's the transition that we're going to. And you could see that uh, it's just we are seeing 10 years into the future. <laughs> and it's kind of difficult because uh, when I see Uber basically uh, violating people's beliefs, to me, I get excited because that's one step closer to us demanding peer to peer technology. And when I see Twitter banning people, tons of people are being there for their views. I get excited because that's one step closer that we're going to get rid of, basically come up with humanity always wins. Good always wins. And uh, we're just in the middle of a war and we're the warriors fighting the war. Like you said, we're the alphas. Not many. Most people are eating too much soy. They don't have the energy, the activation to fight back. We do. By the way, for all you gents tuning in here, check out an episode I did with Wade Lightheart talking about just this, the testosterone issue with a lot of men and um, the estrogen dominance with men so check that one out here on the show one of my past videos i just did was also on adrenal fatigue if you're toxic and you cannot your body cannot clarify toxins you will end up in adrenal fatigue so you can't you can't crypto trade if your brain's foggy right so that's why i think a lot of people aren't able to do this because their brain literally cannot handle what is on the precipice of happening because they're they're drugged they're sick they're toxic and they're in a low vibe state so they just literally do not 
see it. It's not just cognitive dissonance, it's toxicity and a whole other a bunch oh. of things. So we health can go is on wealth. And on. <laughs> you have to health is wealth. When you have a clean temple, when you're have, mm. activating yourself with the best medicinal mushrooms, health products, herbs. I just forged the other day, actually, for some local mushrooms. You, you awesome. literally create electricity, basically, uh, in your body. Like, it's it's uh, it's it's a whole different level. Dude, I have a machine upstairs in my office that I put my fingertips into. It's called the BioWell. It's for practitioners. I'm a practitioner, double board certified nurse here. Uh, oh, so it actually measures the photon corona discharge from your fingertips uh, using Kirlon photography on a plate. And then it extrapolates it onto a program and you actually get a readout of the, the density, the thickness, the coherence, the structure of your human biofield and your dual output and all sorts of different out, uh, energetic metrics. It's crazy. Well, going into this and then we'll finally end this, but um, so if you're feeling shitty, if you're feeling low energy, you're feeling toxic, you're feeling not healthy and you, and you're having the, then all of a sudden unhealthy thoughts start creeping in all of a sudden you start feeling bad. That's when you're going to be making bad financial decisions, doing lame things. So that's why health is wealth. And you should make health more important than your finances. Cause when you're alive, vibrant, you have the best nutrients coming into you. You're going to get downloads coming into you. You get intuitions coming into you. And also you're going to be clear and focused and sharp and able to make good decisions that are going to basically help you propel. When you feel good, you're going to make have good thoughts, which is going to lead to good behaviors and, and good decisions. So that's rule number one. Uh, if, if we're feeling shitty, we're feeling bad, put finances away. Rule number one, make sure you feel good. Make sure you have a clean mental health. And then that's going to lead to clear thoughts, which lead to clear actions and then you're gonna win so that's my last statement uh, everybody have an awesome day um uh, i'll let you love go you guys whenever. so much peace out see you guys on peace. sunday can't wait <laughs> bye everybody